Today's episode of the Gold Cast is sponsored by the end of the Tom Brady rumors. You know, Raymond, I just want to congratulate the Gold Cast on an excellent job. Well done. We are probably, you know, the number one premier, most important final voice on any rumor having to do with any of our three major teams the San Francisco 49ers, the Golden State Warriors, and the San Francisco Giants. And us and our best friend, Ian Rappaport, I think did a wonderful job of finally ending any and all speculation that Tom Brady would be joining the 49ers as their new starting quarterback next season. How do you feel? I think we did it. I think we succeeded. I think so. He couldn't substantiate the rumors. That's all you need to know. John Lynch, you know, the week before said, Jimmy G's our quarterback the very next week. Ian Rappaport came out and said, um, yeah, no one, no one's confirming that. You know, here, here's the thing. We know that we don't have a big leak problem in the John Lynch regime. And that was something that he actually, you know, tested when he was interviewing because that was a big issue with the, in the Trent Balky regime. And, you know, it passed with flying colors and has been that same way since. And most of the things that have been rumored at the Niners have either been true by design or have been completely false, you know, because as we know, as we stated last week, Toms only help other Toms. They don't help Niners. They don't help Jimmy's. <laughs> they, they don't. And Tom uh, Curran or Curran, Curran. I think it's current because Quran's the the religious doctrine. Yeah, that's you know, and I felt weird even saying. It. <laughs> uh, Tom's help. Either ways, Tom Tom's help. Tom's as you as you mentioned last week, Raymond. Before we get started, why don't you let them know where can they find us? You can like us on Facebook dot com slash the Goldcast, and you can also. Follow us on Twitter at the underscore Goldcast and be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Stitcher, all under the same moniker of the Goldcast. Like, subscribe, and comment because we'd love to hear from you. And we'd certainly love to hear your take on this whole Tom Brady hoopla malarkey. Absolutely, we want to hear this take. You better deliver it. Now, Raymond, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Ray Solis and Instagram at Ray Solis one. Yeah, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. And guess what? I changed my handle. I am Rudy third. I am Rudy third. I can't get I am Rudy three because apparently that's a bridge too far. That's too risky. Maybe one day I'll get famous enough that I can bump off whoever is the I am Rudy three guys. Uh, because Lord knows they don't have any followers. No one's listening to them talk. So maybe one day I'll get lucky and get those. But for now, I am Rudy Third. I am R-U-D-Y 3-R-D. I am Rudy Third. All right, so today, Ray, we've got a pretty big episode. We're going to talk about Steph Curry's return and then see his immediate departure. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. yeah. He was here. No, he's not. No, he's not. Then we're going to have what we call Brady Watch, which will support our uh, our deadening. of. I love what we just said. The end of the Tom Brady rumors. Our first, our second segment, Tom Brady Watch. <laughs> and, then, and then our final segment that we're really excited about called Unstoppability. We think you're really going to enjoy it. All right, but first up, 
the greatest fanalist in the game. He's in the building. Your professor of fanalism, he's here with an apple on his desk. Class is in session. Let's go. San Francisco, are you ready? This is the Gold Cast. Boom! Welcome to another edition of the Gold Cast. We are the voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Salisa III, and with me is my brother, my co-host. Raymond Salisa I, baby. Boom! So, Raymond, I will say this. The best part about Steph Curry returning was just the fact that we finally had some good news again in the post-two Super Bowl loss era of the 49ers. I can't believe I actually exist in a universe where the 49ers have been to seven Super Bowls and lost two back-to-back in a row. Now, obviously not two in the same two back-to-back seasons, and I want to make this emphasis because our father, the unofficial fourth member of the Gold Cast, Rudy Solis Jr., loves to point out to me that he goes, why do you always say they lost two in a row? They didn't go two years in a row. I'm like, I think the Gold Cast Nation understands that when I say two in a row, I'm referring to 2012 and 2019. Do you get that? Because I get that. Yeah, I get it a little bit. You know, we, uh, did lo- we did lose our two appearances in a row. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, the the two appearances in a row, but I think, you know, dad was taking it literally where it was like we didn't go seven, you know, 18, 19. So I get that part, but I mean, I knew what you meant when you said it. It was just like the last two Super Bowl appearances we lost, you know, and so uh and you know, I just want to be done with this segment so we can move on from <laughs> talking about <laughs> anything related to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I was actually going, I was thinking, man, we really went on a, on a tangent here. <laughs> so um, so uh, it was in this post era of two SB losses, we just needed some good news. And Steph Curry came back, took him about a quarter to really get going. Uh, but then he did. And what he had that beautiful high arcing 35 footer. Uh, that was just classic vintage Steph Curry. You know, it, it's, it, you know, he's getting, he's, they're trying to block him and he just lobs it up. It goes all the way up and comes all the way down and doesn't even look like it has a chance of hell of going in. But lo and behold, it does. And he really kind of sparked this team and it just gave us the first really good news of 2020 for, for, I think, Barrier sports fans. I think it was finally delivering something to us that made it just gave us some good news and gave us something to root again. And, you know, it was nice to see one of our, you know, one of our big Warriors players back. And I thought it really was uplifting for the city. They were wearing the San Francisco jerseys. It said San Francisco Warriors on the emblem in the center again, as you know, as that's done all year. I never get tired of this. And it was just a really nice feeling for one night last week on Thursday. Uh, before we move on to the next bit of what happened, how did you feel after that game? Well, I was bummed because I lost, and it would have been nice to get the win with Curry back, but it was just great to see him out there. It was great to see him out there, great to see him running the floor, great to see defenses, you know, keeping defenses honest because when he's on the floor, it really does make things tougher for other teams because you know that he's capable of either taking the shot from distance or drawing the defense in the paint 
and then dishing it out to somebody else on the perimeter or, you know, just luring multiple defenders. I mean, he just, he just, uh, just commands a lot of attention. So the fact that he was on the floor really gives the Warriors, you know, a much more dynamic presence on the court. And you could see that even though, you know, there was a lot of, God, there was so many turnovers. It's just, it's, it's the opposite of beautiful basketball right now, just because these guys haven't played with Curry. Curry's first game back, so you could tell that there was there was rustiness, and they, they clearly there was not, you know, no amount of practices and scrimmages are going to prepare these guys and make them just gel, you know, within within one game, the way you'd hope them to, the way you hope, the way the way we've been watching Warriors basketball for the last five years. So that part was a little cringe worthy to watch, but not surprising given you know just the broad spectrum of how the season has played out but I mean nonetheless it's just great to see Curry there Curry's you know Curry is the golden boy of the NBA and rightfully so he's the most beloved player in the NBA and he not only by his his uh, colleagues or teammates but also other players from other teams and the association loves Curry. Like, like I said, I think they love Curry more than they love LeBron and those other guys because Curry is just a different, comes from a different cut of, of uh, what is it? What's the, the phrase cut of yarn, cut of thread. I don't know. He just comes, he's, he's just from a, he's just from a different vein altogether. The way he was raised and brought up as we talked about last time, but um, it was still a bummer. In the end, it sucks to have another loss, but I mean, like we're already at the bottom, so it's like it's not like there's a new bottom we can hit outside of this. And pretty sure, you know, the and the number one pick is still very much, you know, secure with us right now. So that's going to be a good thing, no matter what. And so it's it, this whole season's all been about getting healthy and regrouping for next year. So it's not like I'm surprised by anything. No, and I think overall, you know, to Yes Anju, a great showing. You know, he played for 27 minutes, had was 23, 6, and 7. Excellent, you know, 23 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists, and uh, was just a good a good showing and, and a nice, a nice rousing, just a nice, just a, it just gave us something to rally around again, and we haven't really had that since, um, since the end of the NFL season. And then like that, Steph Curry is gone again, this time with the flu. No, it's not the coronavirus. Everyone calm down. Please calm. Please calm down. It is not the coronavirus. He uh, does not have the coronavirus. He has the flu. He's fine. But obviously, it, uh, he did not play um, at the following game. We played the Sixers, defeated the Sixers with a no-name Warriors team. Man, if you're from Philly... I think you really have to be disappointed with this overall team, this the Sixers team. It, Joel Embiid just seems he just seems to refuse to take the necessary steps to get to the next level. This is just a team that really struggles with gelling. I don't know. And now they lose to the Warriors, and it, it did feel it did feel a little bit like Curry had kind of kind of reinvigorated this team and that carried over. And uh, but but now we go into the having to face the Clippers. Tomorrow on Tuesday here, here uh, or there in San Francisco at the Chase Center, and it doesn't look like Curry will most likely be back. That's what happens when you got a coronavirus going on, and everyone freaks out when you just have a simple flu. It's like, oh, oh, go go inside. I mean, even in my job, people are 
doing the elbow bumps with me. No one's shaking my hand. And it's hard to, because I know the CDC gave out that message. So it's hard for me to remember, like to be cognizant of the precautions that they're asking everyone to do. But boy, does everybody else remember. And one guy was offended. Like someone at my work was offended. He's like, he's like, I shook his hand. He's like, at least someone's shaking my hand today. (laughs) It's like, okay, okay, man. It's like, it's not personal. It's it's not personal. (laughs) I, I definitely have had people that go nope 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 no not 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 shaking hands not shaking hands they've, they've they've done the whole hands up by the shoulder by hands up by the shoulders like hey, 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 hey. watch what the hands are like like you're wielding a deadly weapon yes which uh, which I find kind of funny I, I'm with you and I keep forgetting because my gut instinct is to shake everyone's hand you know so uh, I'm with you he does not have the coronavirus but like that he's gone. like the end of the the usual suspects uh so hopefully we'll get you back steph because it was so fun to watch him and he made warriors basketball fun to watch you know it was like you had mentioned he was a little off and you know the team was struggling to find a rhythm um but you know they kind of fell into sync and the the best part was seeing the warriors really rally in that third quarter against the raptors uh that was that was pretty exciting they outscored them 33 to 27 and it really looked like for a moment that uh, the Warriors, may- maybe they could gain some ground on this. But uh, yeah, it's all right. did it's until, right. like, what is his sister's, Curry's sister's boyfriend or fiancé? What's his name? Lee? He, like, oh, had, yeah, like, yeah, back-to-back yeah. turn up. God, he was atrocious in that third. Damian Lee. Yes. Yeah, I know. Da- Damian Lee, just all all, all, ty- all types of, of, of uh, little baby deer out there. Little baby Bambi. Just flailing all over the place. Man. Wiggins Wiggins played good, though. He came alive. He had three threes in the second half, two in the third quarter. I'll tell you what, Ray. Here's what I like, and we've talked about this ad nauseum, and we're going to talk about it again. Here's what I like about this is that the Warriors next year, Draymond's back, Clay's back, Steph's back, Kevon Looney's back. We've got the Wiggins, we've got Eric Pascal, we've got these kids coming in to really make something happen, and I'm telling you, we're gonna get another superstar in the summer, and then guess what, Ray? We coming back for the throne. We're coming back for what's rightfully ours, that throne. So Clippers, Lakers, keep it warm for us, baby, because we coming back for the throne. And when you come at the king, you best not miss. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, next year is going to be great. That second unit is going to be so polished, and the first unit, you know, the big three with, I'm assuming Kavon Looney, and I'm not sure who plays that last position. So check this out. Let's move on to our Tom Brady watch. So Raymond, the odds for San Francisco, they were they were hovering briefly, briefly around. It was like 250. They were like, it got really high up there. And it was like, whoa, they had bounced kind of up to second place after all the news. And of course, all all my, all my, uh, all the guys who like to troll me about us losing Jimmy G or whatnot were like, yo, yo, the, the Niner, Nin, Niners are going to get the Niners looks like they're going to get Tom Brady. Look at those Vegas odds. Well, let's take a look at today, Monday, March 9th. We're recording this at about 10 p.m. Me and Raymond usually record late night. That's our that's our style. So, Raymond, I'm looking at the odds right now, and well, lo and behold, our best friend Ian Rappaport, 
not actually our best friend. If it's your first time listening to the Goldcast, our best friend Ian Rapport, he came out and he was and he said, "Hey, listen, I'm telling everybody this. I'm particularly telling the fans of the Goldcast. This is not a thing. Uh, here it goes. Unsubstantiated rumors is what he basically what they were labeled as by the end. But here are the odds, Raymond." For as of today, Monday, March 9th, the odds are New England Patriots minus 150, Tennessee Titans plus 500, Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> it makes me laugh to see that name, Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> plus 600, Los Angeles Chargers plus 600, San Francisco 49ers plus 700. And then behind them, we've got the Buccaneers at plus 1,200, the Colts at plus 1,400, the Bears at plus 33, the Cowboys at plus 33, the Miami Dolphins at plus 3,300. Just shocking. Those are, I'm sorry, for the Bucks, the Colts, Bears, Cowboys, Dolphins, I was saying 1,200, 1,400, 3,300, 3,300. How those last three teams are even in the race. I'll tell you what his best bet is, Raymond. His best bet's to stay with New England. But I'll tell you what his second best bet is, and I'm surprised it's sitting here at plus 1,400. I'm saying some Indianapolis Colts, baby. Get them Colts, baby. Go yeah, they would, they would drop, drop Jacoby Brissett. They drafted Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Colts. Straight up trade. Give me Jacoby. I'll give you Tom. Uh-huh. Colts, man. I'm telling you. Colts, I think, are the only team that's one quarterback away. We really think the Chargers are in play. And some person said because he just launched a film company out here in L.A. that the Chargers are in play. Come on. First of all, do we really think the Chargers are one quarterback away from a Super Bowl? I do not. Guess who he has to play twice a year? He has to play the Kansas City Chiefs. That's not going to make his life fun. Uh, we already know about the Niners. It's not happening. I'm not even touching that subject. The Raiders, is he really, would he really go to the Raiders? Do we, again, similar to the Chargers, do we really think that both these teams are one quarterback away from making this happen? And if they think they're one quarterback away from making this happen, do we think that both those teams are prepared right now to defeat the Kansas City Chiefs led by Patrick Mahomes? I don't agree, man. I'm telling you, the Indianapolis Colts, they're one quarterback away. There's there's my uh, unstoppability take. There's there's your hot take. Put some pancakes on that. Crack some eggs and eat it. Because yeah, uh, I think the Ch- the Chiefs are going to be good next year. I don't know if they'll repeat, but I think you know Mahomes. Mahomes I know is got is going to have a fire in him because he knows he didn't play very well in the Super Bowl and he's going to be itching to at least for him. I can't speak for the rest of the team, but I know he's going to want to get back to the big show and prove that he can play a lot better than he did. Well, he won, so I, and he got the MVP, so I don't know how bad he's hurting today. But. I don't give a shit. Don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit in my book. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, that was funny. Now that, Ray, that was some funny stuff. Yeah, so the, the Niners have dropped pretty significantly. We're now sitting... As of today, one, two, three, four, five. We are the fifth. That's why the odds are so high for those of you who are crazy enough to bet because Vegas wants you to do that. They want you. They want you. Remember, to do remember that. they. Yeah, they, they, they're trying to make money on the probability of it happening and the probability of it not happening. They're trying to make. They're trying to double end this stuff. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, just just because it shows up on Vegas doesn't mean it's likely to happen. In in this case, with with Tom Brady coming to the Niners, remember Vegas is 
Fix is trying to make money. So just because it's on the board doesn't automatically mean that it has a higher probability of happening. In fact, in this case, based on where it's positioned, it has a higher probability of not happening. But if it does happen, that's why you get a high payout because the likelihood is very low that he comes to the Niners. Therefore, if it does happen, you're going to get a nice payout. So if you bet now, you put like, you know, whatever, you put a thousand bucks and then it happens and boom, you know, you're going to get a huge payout. But if it doesn't, which is exactly what Vegas is pretty much saying is going to happen, then they get to keep your money. That's the whole point. It's the whole racket. It works both ways. It's not, it's not like, oh, they're on Vegas, so that must mean it's happening. It's like, no, it's on Vegas because they're trying to make money one way or the other. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, and they, there's a lot of suckers that fell for it. I want to meet those fans. I want to meet those fans. A lot of suckers. Uh, but, uh, but we tried, we've been trying to say forever, this is not a thing. This is not a thing. So, and, and I don't believe it is. And I'm, I'm, and I'm glad that the, uh, the Vegas odds have dropped so drastically. And, uh, I, I think it's all, everyone's going to feel real dumb. They're going to feel real dumb when, uh, when, the, when this doesn't, when this doesn't end up going the way that it, it was meant to go. Yep. Or the way they wanted it to go. All right, Raymond. Now it's time for a fun little segment that we call Unstoppability. Unstoppability is our new, uh, our new hot takes segment where we we pay homage to all the talking heads out there that love to uh love to i love when they and this has basically been inspired by the tom brady rumors that you know these tom brady rumors really have made me realize again how little people know about san francisco and boy if tom brady ends up here i will be eating these words and this will come back to haunt me forever but uh how little people know about what's going on in San Francisco, you know, you've as you've heard many times before. There's a lot of a, uh, a lot of. There's a lot of uh, hypothesizing, and more often than not, if someone's hearing something coming out of Boston or New York, because there's so many Boston, New York guys in television sports over there, that it's usually true. But when it comes to San Francisco, most of the time, that it's, uh, it's not true. There's actually a lot off, more often than not. We're more often than not, there's a lot of these rumors are kind of, as uh, Rapport said, unsubstantiated rumors. So I'd really like hearing this. I really like this. And so this this segment is sponsored by this. It's 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 inspired by these rumors. So here's me and Ray's version of it. Uh, Do I get to go first, Ray? Yeah. All right. We're going to start with Tom Brady, these Tom Brady rumors. All right. So uh, here we go. Here's our Unstoppability podcast, the Unstoppability podcast, a podcast within a podcast here on the Goldcast. Now, Ray One, I'm telling you right now, buddy, Tom Brady, Tom Brady's the best quarterback the 49ers have ever had, and he's never even played a single down for the 49ers. So I'm telling you right now, the best thing to do is to take Jimmy G, put him packing, send him back to New England, and you get Tom Brady over here because that's how we win a Super Bowl. That's how a Super Bowl's won. You can only win a Super Bowl with Tom Brady. So he has the most Super Bowls in Super Bowl history. So if if anything's going to happen to help this team get back to the promised land, you've got to bring in 
Handsome Tom. That's how I see it. You know, Raymond, to be the GOAT, you got to trade for the GOAT. And you get the GOAT. Tom Brady's the GOAT, and you put him in that Niners uniform, and you know what you do? You unretire 16, and you put a bad jersey on his back, and you say, let's go. That, you know what? I didn't even think about that. That would be amazing. Un, to, to, to resurrect the 16 jersey and give it to Tom and say, here, Tom, we, we know we, you were here back in the, the, 19, the 1980, 82 and, or 81 uh, NFC Championship game. We know that you were covering your ears and you were crying because you couldn't hear the noise because you're kind of a pansy. But you've grown out of that pansiness and you've won six rings. So we think you should wear this jersey and help this team get number six. And then here's what you do, Raymond. When he wins that next one, what is one plus six equals seven? The next year, he wears the number seven jersey. Yes, exactly. And then we retire that yep. one. And then we retire the Tom Brady seven jersey. And then and we say, take we'll, we'll give you Elway. We'll give you Elway's number. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll tell you what else they do. I'll tell you what I hope happens. I here's what I here's my prediction. Here's my prediction for what happens at the end of next year's Super Bowl. It's Tom Brady and the San Francisco 49ers against Jimmy G and the New England Patriots. 49ers win 42 to 31. You heard it here first on the Unstoppability podcast. Exclusive. I thought that was pretty good. That was a good one. Okay, we got one more for you. One more for you. And this one is about the Warriors and Steph Curry. I'll tell you what, Raymond. This this coronavirus is no laughing matter. If Steph Curry has the coronavirus, then Steph Curry needs to be off the off the court. He needs to be off the court and in a hospital. I'm not playing any games. Okay, have you seen this team? Do you think they need any more help? They need any more help being bad? Because I don't know if you've checked the Warriors this season. They stink. I think I disagree. I think Curry should absolutely be on the court because they need every single advantage they can get. If the coronavirus can infect at least one or two of the opposing players, then that forces you to dip into your bench, and who knows how far the virus will spread at that point. I mean, we, we need something, something to reinvigorate this team, something to get some Ws back on the board on our side. And, well, not too many, though, because we still want to keep that first pick. But... If we get enough in there just to boost the morale, I'll feel pretty good about it. People will feel pretty good about it. People will feel good about going to the games. And I think, you know, you just got to bring a mask to the game and not touch anybody. But, you know, I'm okay with giving, uh, you know, the Clippers or whoever else is left on the schedule just, you know, just a little, little, little Corona tap. Little Corona tap. Boost the morale. There's going to be no one left on this team after Seth Curry's done. There's still going to be left. I don't want to touch Steph Curry. I saw Steph Curry in the in the hallway the other day. I said, "Don't touch me. Don't you touch me." That's perfect. You, you, no one else needs to be on the court. It could just be Curry. Curry versus everybody. That's that's how I would do it. I mean, if, how many people? How many? Te- how many opposing teams are going to stay on the court if Curry's got the virus and he's out there running around? It's got. It doesn't matter whether we got the Clippers up next tomorrow. We got the neck the Nets on Thursday, then the Bucks on Saturday, and then the Raptors on Monday. Whoo! Oh, some good teams that I would love to see, you know, forfeiting. They forfeit the game. Sorry, we're not going out there with Curry out there. Boom. Curry magic. Curry, Curry's, unbeata- un- Curry's unstoppability is just as potent when he has the virus versus when he doesn't. You know, he might even be stronger with the virus than without the virus. That's what I'm thinking. There you go.
You're welcome, America. Uh, next week, we'll have more more searing San Francisco takes on the Unstoppability podcast. You're welcome. So, Raymond, <clears throat> last week, we could not remember the name of your closing arguments. And last week, you had, what, what were the two, what were the two, we remembered it, we remembered it. It's, but remind the people, what were your two final thoughts of last week's episode? Toms yeah. help Toms. Yes. Toms help other Toms. In ref in reference to Tom Coran helping and Tom Brady lot with all the rumors. Yep. And lies are called lies for a reason. Because they're not true. <laughs> and Raymond, what are we calling this segment? This is the Gold Cast Big Brain Take. That's right. This is the big brain take. So Raymond what is your big brain take today after the events that have unfolded in Bay Area sports for the last several days? What is your big brain take today? So when I really focus... When you put your big brain on... Pointing it? Yes. When I put my frontal lobe to work, you know, the, the thing that really comes to mind in regards to everything that's happened this week is that, you know, if Curry's not on the court... He's not going to be putting up points. You know, think about it. Think about that. If Curry's not on the court, he's not going to score many points. Keep that in mind, Goldcast Nation. Keep that in mind, sports world, because uh, that's the world that we're living in right now. So don't fool yourself. That is Ray's big brain take. So concludes another edition of the Goldcast. We are the voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Cease III, and with me is my brother, my co-host, Raymond Salisa first, baby. Boom! We'll see you next time. Same gold cast time. Same gold cast channel. This is, is the gold cast.